Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Simon here with Fraser. Hi Fraser, how are you? Good evening. All good, all good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad at all. Not too bad at all. We're recording this the uh, the day after the uh, England women's semi-final in the Euros where we've won 4-0 against Sweden. Did you uh, did you watch the game? I didn't watch it live. No, I was uh, I was out at the time, but um I did uh, I have seen the um extended highlights back. Um, with, and it was uh, with Robin doing the commentary on the extended. Oh, of course, yes. of course, yeah, Hi, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I just, I weird every time I, every time she commentates a game, I want the other commentator to, for some reason, ask her what club she supports. <laughs> I don't know why that would happen, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm always waiting for that. But there we go. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's um, they've uh, they've just smashed the entire tournament and um. Yeah, now uh, a chance for a chance for glory for mm. uh, for the country. Yeah, um, but it's a, it's a hell of an opportunity, isn't it? It is. It is. It, and it would be it'd be quite sort of uh, ironic in a in a kind of Alanis Morissette sort of not really ironic. But if if it was the women that brought the brought football home instead of the men, that would be. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, but so. the um, yeah the the. Um, do you know, I keep reading this today on, on, on Twitter and various places. People saying, everyone's talking about the back heel, but... And I want to go, shut up. We're talking about the back heel, OK? Because it was a, an amazing moment. <laughs> I haven't seen the back heel talked about because everyone's talking about something that isn't the back heel. Because <laughs> it's like they don't want to talk about that. But yeah, that bit was amazing. Um, that was just, uh, you know, an unbelievable skill and... It's um you know the one of those moments where you uh you think yeah that's a difference between a, a professional footballer and not is the yeah. instinct to think of things like that because if any of us were in that I I can't speak for you Simon but uh, if I was in that position I'd attempt to turn around and face the goal and shoot <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> well yeah yeah the last time I was in a semi final of the Euros uh, at Bramall Lake no um <laughs> I, I'd yeah. probably attempted that and fallen over on my face absolutely uh, yeah you know. yeah. No, I certainly would have done, yeah. But um, they're going to face either Germany or France, aren't they? So, yes, yeah. Um, and I think that semi is tonight. It is indeed. Yeah, uh, no, but... Yeah, it's going to be... I mean, it'll be tough whoever it is, but then Norway should have been tough and we made it look, rel- well, very easy. And last night, you know, Sweden, second-ranked team in the world. And it was a bit, bit nervous to start with, but... Once we got going, I thought there was really only one team that was going to win it. I think we that seems to be the way we've played at the moment is we've got a little bit sort of started not brilliantly in, in all the games, but, but hung in there. And then once we get a goal, all of a sudden it look we look a, a completely different side. It, we look without, you know, without any real sort of jeopardy. We, we just look... You know, you sometimes it sometimes happens with with especially in tournament football where you can get that momentum going that you just yeah it just becomes a sort of like oh well you know yeah we'll start poorly we'll get a goal and then we'll go on and win it because that's what we're doing at the moment and it's it's become a habit but it's a it's a hell of a habit to have that you know you've got players there who who and they're, they're picking the same team in every game so far um, and it seems to work it, you know people say well should um, uh, Ross Russo come on and, and, and start the game instead of uh, Ellen White, and it's like, well, it's working. Why, why, why change it? 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and you know, the, also the, the early on in the game, um, I think it was, was it about 30 seconds where the, but for the, the save from Earps, mm. it, it could have been a different, yeah. <laughs> maybe a different game. Because yeah. that was a hell of a save. And there was one she tipped over the bar late on as mm. well. Um, that was, uh, it was just a worldly of a save. But, and if you haven't seen, by the way, the, he's done a few of them now, but the, the moments from Ian Wright during mm. this tournament, uh, kind of, I don't know what you'd call them, the kind of soapbox moments here. He's really, um, really become kind of a voice for, yeah. for the women's game. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're just, he, do, he goes on these kind of speeches, kind of mm. rousing. Sort of, yeah. 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 And they're really, they're really good. He, he's, Kind of just spewing passion for, for uh, for the game and um, yeah no but but yeah what a, what an opportunity this is to to bring a a trophy back I say back it's being held in England but um, you know it's what an opportunity to 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 go all the way mm. um, and uh, yes do what the do what the men could not last summer yeah yeah no it's uh, I think it's it's a you know the viewing figures are. are are growing like like yeah. in any tournament that you know the nearer you get to the final more and more people are watching it um and it's it's great you know a lot of the lot of families at, at the in the crowd at, at bramall lane you could you know you could see it was a, a you know different crowd to maybe england games or, or certainly club games um but it's fantastic to to see you know youngsters getting involved and, and going to games of, of that level and, and enjoying it and and you know they'll, they'll have memories you know for the rest of their li- their lives you know having watched a game like that and and seen England do so well it yeah. will be something you know that, that will live with them forever so it's great that you know that next generation of, of football fans coming through you know for some of them it might be the first game they've ever been to you know and it's kind of yeah. okay we'll, we'll, we'll do a women's game rather than a than a men's club game or an England uh, an England men's game, yeah. You know, people go along, they enjoy it. Right, I want to go watch more live football. And if you live locally, you know, that's Oxford. You know, or, or you you know, if you if you're not from Oxford, it's you're not it's not local. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah. You're gonna go and watch you're gonna go watch football, and that's that's where the next generation comes from. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Um, no, it's all um, it's all it's all going in the right direction, isn't it? But yeah, we've. Uh, Everything, uh, everything crossed for Sunday. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, hopefully. I see as well the the uh, club Oxford United have just not that long ago put out a a, a news item um, saying that the um, the Oxford United women's team manager Liam Gilbert, his coaching staff and players will join women's players and staff from our friends at Oxford City to watch the final live on the big screen at Court Place Farm. So that's Sunday afternoon, it's five o'clock kickoff, um, free entry apparently and. The offer is ten percent off all drinks until the first goal is scored. So pe- people will be hoping that goes extra time and penalties, nil nil all the way, and then about half a dozen penalties before anyone gets gets a goal. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, if, if if that you know, I think sometimes these big games are, are great to watch in that sort of environment. You know, with more yeah. people. If you can't get a ticket for the game, that might be yeah. something you fancy doing, um, heading down to Court Place Farm or watching the game. But yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, it's funny. I used to always be split on things like that because I remember the year we, the year Oxford got to, um, that was only two years ago. The the playoff final, the Wickham playoff mm, final. Yeah. That playoff run, 
the semi-final against Portsmouth, I watched it. I think it. I think the pubs had reopened at this point, yeah. just. Mm. And you, I think I could have watched it there, but I, I chose not to because um, nothing to do with lockdown or anything. Just that, just that. Um, I, I was. I thought I'd be far too nervous to be in amongst that kind of yeah. environment. And then for some reason, I watched the final. Uh, in a pub and massively regretted it because uh, it was just a horrendous experience. Yeah. But let's not go into that bloody no. game. <laughs> I, I tried to expunge Sorry. that from my memory there, Fraser. Thanks for reminding everyone. We'll, we'll cut yeah. that out. But if, if people yeah. need to talk, you know, talk things through with with friends about that game, you know, we're here. We'll we'll listen. But, uh, I'm just yeah. saying he could have shot. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I didn't actually see the Mark Sykes goal because when he crossed, it was sort of like a, a mishit cross, wasn't it? The goal he scored. Yeah. And yeah. as he hit it and crossed it, I sort of, I've stood up and turned around and punched the sofa because a bloody awful cross. Turn around and hang on, it's in the back of the net. How did that happen? <laughs> it was like I didn't realise. It's like you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. You couldn't really turn around and punch the sofa in a pub, could you? It might be. No. Yeah. Yeah. A bit dangerous. Anyway, yes. yes. So England women bringing it home, possibly. Hopefully. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, right. On to the next topic, uh, and I suppose it it'll all roll into one. But the the game on Dar- game at Derby on Saturday. Um, and the squad that we're building for that game and for the you know for the for the season. When we spoke last time, we we'd signed Kieran Brown and Stuart Findlay. Um, since then, Edward McGinty from Sligo Rovers has come in, a goalkeeper, young goalkeeper, but very highly rated. Um, Josh Murphy um, has come in on a free transfer, but uh, released from Cardiff um, at the end of last season after joining them for. Quite a lot of money. I think it was 11 million. He joined Cardiff for four years ago from from Norwich. Um, and then um, the other winger, Yannick. Um, yes. And and my thoughts go out to um, Nick Harris because he's going to have to do his surname. Um, yeah. It, it, well, we we had a conversation, didn't we, before <laughs> recording where yeah. we think it's we think it's Wildshut. Yes. But we well, we found that. Kath sent yeah. us a, a video from Twitter <laughs> saying his name. Well, he, he happens to say it in this video. Mm. Um, and I think that's how he's saying it. It's kind of, He says it quite quickly. He does. But we'll um, go with we'll go with Wildshut, I think. Yeah, and without um, being, you know, I, I hope this doesn't come across as xenophobic, but it's got that Dutch kind of yeah. element to it. You know, like people, oh, yeah, rude hullet. And it's like, if you listen yeah. to him, it's very much a hullet. You know, there's, there's yeah. that, that sort of, um, yeah that element to it so yeah good yeah. luck Nick Harris but um, yeah <laughs> and and good luck Yannick because obviously he's he did a hamstring had a hamstring yeah. injury um not not a lot from the club about that although on Yellow's forum today somebody's put that he might be out for a few months so you mm. know touch wood that's wrong and it's it's not that, that sort of length of injury but um yeah that yeah. would be a real shame if it is any any more than just you know the usual kind of four to six weeks for a for a hamstring because um, he the little I, I didn't see him at, at Wimbledon but the, the the sort of clips that you see of him playing um, previously he looks like quite a unit and, and quick and strong and uh, yeah you just hope he gets fit for the for the back end of the season 
Yeah, no, and it's yeah, it's like you say, you know, when we saw his signing announced, it was it was one of those players that some of us have actually heard of. Mm-hmm. You, you thought, oh right, um, and, and yeah, look, look, uh, an amazing signing, um, really sort of talented, and not so long ago tipped to sort of go quite far, and like you say, bought for quite a lot of money. But um, yeah, if oh, this could be so annoying. We need to get the confirmation from the club about what what the situation actually is. Which I presume, you know, they'll let speculation go on only so long before they're gonna to have to say something about it. Um, but uh, yeah, we hope it's not what's been reported. Um, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess, um, what they come up with. And if it is, it is, and you know, there's nothing we can do about it really. No, it's just no, the just way it is. Hope he recovers well um, from it. Yeah. Um, so then there's also Josh Murphy, mm. um, who I knew less about, but I think did you say he was bought for eleven million? Yeah, um, he he wow. left. Um, uh, yeah, sorry, joined Cardiff from uh, Norwich. Um, yeah. After uh, he, he spent sort of five years in Norwich, played quite quite a lot uh, on loan at Wigan, but he also had a season on loan at uh, MK Dons, fifteen sixteen season, which was right. the season they had in the Championship under Carl Robinson. Um, yeah. So he's a player that's played for Carl Robinson. Um, He's played a you know decent number of games. You know it's not a um, you know he's, he's he's not one of these players that's been in a Championship or Premier League squad and only played the odd game here and there. You know no. he's what is he 27 I think and you know yeah. 250 odd games in his career, almost well pretty much all of them at Championship level apart from at the start of his Cardiff City career a season in the Premier League where he yeah. played. 30 old games so he's yeah he's he's a player that's clearly got a lot of talent um absolutely yeah. last season at, uh, he spent on loan at Preston and only played seven games so you know in a in a perhaps a, a, a you know a Kemar roof for John Lundstrom sort of but at a higher level he's a player with something to prove you know where where it's just recently not quite working for him Go and play under, you know, under a manager that you've played with before, and he clearly likes. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come here. And 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 a club that will give you that opportunity to shine. And I think it could be could be a hell of a signing. Absolutely, yeah. Um, no, yeah, like you say, he's, he's just he just kind of excites you just seeing that we've we've signed him and the prospect of him playing for us. I don't know what his match fitness is currently. Um, but hopefully he can get you know up to speed as quickly as possible. Mm. Um, McGinty, I don't really know much about him. Um, I don't. There was some talk that that would signal another goalie's departure. Um, I don't know what the the ins and outs of that are. But I guess as it stands, we currently have him, Eastwood, and Jack Stevens. Yeah, and unless you know Simon Eastwood's put some curtains up for sale on Facebook because that seems to be <laughs> as well, soon as that yeah. happens, you know that's yeah. the uh, that's yeah. the thing, isn't it? That means you're going to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's it's um a bit of a strange one that, but yeah. uh, not um not sure what's. I mean, it doesn't feel like there's room for all three of them. Uh, maybe there is, but mm. you know there are room for three goalkeepers at a club, but all three of them seem like starters. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. You kind of you know Jack Stevens is now at an age 24 where he's he's played a season, you know, most of the season and. And the season before played a lot, you know, and and you start to think, yeah, is is he going to be the one? 
he is, as I said, only 24. And the the lad McGinty is, is 22. There's not a lot in it. You know, he's the same age, really, obviously, that, that Jack Stevens was when we were saying he needs to be starting, Jack Stevens. Yeah. You know, we need him yeah. to be playing. And maybe some, you know, you're right. Maybe maybe one of, one of them will go out. Um, or maybe Eastwood is, is looking at more a coaching role now going into the future. You don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. Eastwood's still got plenty to offer for a, for a club at League One easily, you know, yeah, if, if it's definitely. not us. Um, you can see him playing regularly somewhere else if necessary. Um, so, yeah, you're right. It's an interesting one. But then, you know, you, you want a squad of, of, of more than you need, you know, on a Saturday in in the first team squad and, and we had some injuries and illness with with Jack uh, maybe we're covering bases and just making sure we've got we've got plenty there you know yeah no absolutely unless um, he can play at right back or left back maybe that might be yeah <laughs> <laughs> um we were also going to do so we were going to do players who've come in and players who or positions we're hoping to fill with some potential players Indeed. but one in between the two is one Jody Jones. Yes. Now, we mentioned him last week, mm. almost kind of talking in terms that we were about to do some sort of deal yeah. to sign him. Uh, it still hasn't happened, and it's gone very quiet. It has. Um, it, yeah, it, you know, he's played a lot of the, um, the pre-season games. Um, it just seemed to be a matter of time until they announced it. It felt like it was just going to be a matter of time until they announced it and they haven't announced it and it's kind of gone okay well is he is he coming is he not i I was impressed with him when he played maybe maybe they're still waiting on 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 a deal to be done if he's not going to play regularly you know i don't know it just seems Yeah. yeah gone very quiet and it's i guess since we've speculated over that we've had the arrivals of of wiltshire and Murphy. Mm. Um, I don't know if that changes the picture for him now for Jody Jones. Um, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll have to see what what happens, I mm. guess. But I don't know what what much more we can say about that one. <laughs> no, and you're right. If if um, if Welcher hadn't got injured, you'd kind of go, okay, well perhaps we don't need him. We've got Marcus Brown. We've got James Henry. We've got Josh Murphy. We've got Wild Shirt. We, you know, there's there's plenty there. Um, you know, decent number. If Jody Jones doesn't come, well, we're not. You know, not exactly short. Maybe we are a little short now. Um, if if that injury is going to be long term in any way. Um, but yeah, like you say, we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, that's um, what we can do really, isn't it? Um, so in terms, yeah, exactly. In terms of what we're where we need to strengthen you know what are your thoughts well you know obviously full backs mm. um and I, uh one of those names that has come up uh is todd kane so he was with us four years ago mm. um for i think half a season he came on loan it was the the, the when carl first came to us mm. i think he came under robinson i don't think he was here for a i think he was only here for a few months yeah um but He's apparently been told by Mark Robbins at Coventry uh, that that he can leave or that he's going to leave. Um, so, you know, that's uh, you have to feel that's uh, an option. If he if he's a Coventry permanent player, you'd imagine maybe he's 
living near there, which isn't a million miles from Oxfordshire. Um, and uh, it, you have to feel like it would maybe work for him. I'm sure he'd be welcomed back mm. by fans. Um, and he it's funny one, Todd Kane. He represents uh, an unusual sort of really good patch uh, or in, in my memory of following Oxford. Not unusual in that, you know, there's not a lot of them. We have a lot of sort of good periods, but <laughs> an unusual one in the sense that that had been a really bad, that was the season that started with Clotet, wasn't it? Um, and he got sacked in the January or yeah. God, whenever that was. Um, and we were kind of in a bit of trouble every, uh, for a little bit with relegation. I don't think we were ever in the relegation zone, but we certainly flirted with it. And then we, Towards the end of the season, I think we just kind of pulled four wins out the bag, and yeah. um, suddenly it was all it was all rosy again. But um, he was involved in that period. I, I associate it with kind of Riccardinho, mm. that kind of era. Um, uh, yeah, I remember Todd came was involved in that, and he was involved in that. Didn't he score in that infamous Charlton game? He did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was a that was an amazing. Mm. Uh, moment uh but I'm just, I think he scored the equalizer um so uh which is a weird thing a weird little fact is that that was Carl Robinson's last game for Coventry wasn't it Charlton yes yeah At Coventry yeah. for right. Charlton so, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um and, um, and for Zachary was the was the was the on the tu- on the touchline for us that night, wouldn't he? I think. Yeah. Um, and didn't little... Malachi Napper play up front? I think we would we had some oh, real right. injury yeah. issues. If, if my memory serves me right, it, unless it was a different game, but I'm sure Malachi Napper played up front and was was you know put himself about brilliantly all all night. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're right. I, he, I thought he was impressive. You know, one of those sort of fullbacks that that isn't flash but yeah. just absolutely gets on with the job you know in a yeah. in a sort of you know if you're looking at Premier League players that kind of Gary Neville style or or Oxford players you know you're looking at Les Robinson who will give you yeah. absolutely never less than seven out of ten every game and, and yeah. often more than that you know just a an absolutely steady fullback um, yeah who, who you want you know that sort of player so if it is you know, if, if that's been mentioned, whether that's just somebody's noticed that he's on his way from Coventry, you know, and we put two and two together and made a fullback. Um, I don't know. But yeah, if it's well, we certainly as a club seem to be bringing in players that are a little bit of a higher level than we have done in the last couple of years. I think, you know, we, yeah. you look at, at the like you say that Josh Murphy and Wildshirt signings. A real statement of intent, you know. I think somebody I saw somebody worked out four years ago. They both moved for a combined fee of an 18 million quid, which is yeah. remarkable. For you know that we're, we're picking up players, not you know way 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 beyond the end of their careers. They're yeah. they're they're at their peak. You would think you know late twenties, early you know I think thirty for Wildshire. They're players that are, are really something you know special. Hopefully. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's um, it's a, a, a crazy thing, isn't it? The, the 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 money that was involved, and that mm. was that was uh, how, what's that? Four years ago, three years ago, is that, so, yeah. that's the case. Yeah, so that's you know it was worth because football, the value in football moves very quickly. Mm. So that was worth even more than it is today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it definitely looks like really exciting times. Um, and I think um, you know, in terms, so we're talking about. 
you know, what else we want to bring in or who else. Um, so you think, do you say you think a midfielder and a striker? I think, yeah, I think, um, I think depending on how Carl wants to line up, you know, one of the, I thought we played quite well with a back three at times last season. Um, yeah. That was, I think, to possibly accommodate Sam Bolduc that we went to that back three. But if, you know, if you've got centre-halves, um, you know, we're, we're reasonably well stacked for centre-halves now because Sam Long can play there, Kieran Brown can play there, Elliot Moore, Findlay, um, and... Massinho, if he really has to. Yeah, and um, <laughs> is it Golding, James Golding, yeah, um, yes, yeah. who's one of the youngsters who played in some of the preseason. You know, we've we've got a good stock of of good centre halves. Obviously, of those, Sam Long is a right back as well, and Kieran Brown can play left back as well, which kind of it gives you kind of two left backs, Seddon and and Kieran Brown, and kind of two right backs, Long and Ford, and I think. Neither, that's not two dead, you know, two absolute fullbacks. Kieran Brown is more is a bit of centre half as well, and Ford is a midfielder utility player. So I think both fullback positions we could do with strengthening. I still think we need a, a, a big, imposing midfielder. Um, I think one of the things you know we don't do is win those second balls either off our centre halves or the opposition centre halves. We, we're sometimes a little bit lacking there. And then add to that, I think a, a young on loan, perhaps centre forward from a maybe a Premier League or a, or, a, or a championship side who needs to come and play a bit. You know, I think that would be someone good. Bolduc obviously is, is injured at the moment, but could come back. Marcus Brown can play up front. Jerome Sinclair, we've not heard whether he's, you know, He's going to be one that comes in. So I, I think we're still probably four, four players away from, from at least from a, from a squad that we'd all be happy with. I think, uh, you know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not coming up with anything spectacular there with, you know, a marvelous insight. I think everyone's saying two fullbacks, defensive midfielder, striker. Yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Um, and you know, it's it, it, obviously we'd want them all in by now, um, with the season starting in three days time um but that's uh you know i think it's i think the signings in the last week have kind of calmed the nerves a bit haven't they of the of mm. the lack thereof prior to that um so it's and you know carl notoriously has slow starts to seasons but um you know i'm sure that won't be his team talk on, on saturday <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know he doesn't ask me to do it weirdly i'm not sure why <laughs> bit strange bit odd uh rude but um yeah, well, um, I, I mean, that kind of takes us on to the, the game at Derby. It does. Um, so, you know, opening day. Um, I've got absolutely no idea, which <laughs> is not great for a podcast, but I just, um, I think it's impossible to, to, to predict what's going to happen on Saturday. I just, and I think as them as much as us, because they're so, un, they're going to be so unpredictable because it's, it's not like they've got a hangover from last year of players. No. Did they have? They had five, but even that, two of them were kind of not really in the first team squad anyway. So yeah, they're, they're going to be a, a complete huge turnover of players. Yeah, going to be a completely new set of players playing for them. And you know, they've. I work where I work now. I was talking to someone earlier as a Derby fan, and we were talking about it. And I, I said to him about. Um, 
because they signed Hurahan, haven't they? Mm. And I, I, I can't think exactly what I said, but I was alluding to the fact that he must be on a, a, a very good wage. And this, he kind of got a little bit defensive and said, well, we can't <laughs> actually, we're still under very strict um, financial regulations. Mm. So uh, it's, it, 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 he can't be on masses of cash, which, you know, I, I'm sure that's, that's accurate, but... I guess maybe they lured him in with, uh, I don't know, the promise. Well, I mean, Derby's a big club, isn't it? It is. And it maybe is. there's the yeah. promise of, or that there's a very strong chance they can be back in the championship pretty soon and, mm. and kickstart careers. But yeah, I just, I've got no idea what's going to happen. Um, I Obviously, I'm going to predict an Oxford win because that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are. I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit like that Pompey game. Um, oh, don't, the, don't. You know, whenever that was. Oh. I think we, did we, 2013. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't remember if we mentioned this on the pod last time out, but, it, you know, that that was a, a similar situation where you've got a big club, Portsmouth, you know, let, let's make no bones about it. They're a big club, big historic club, big fan base. Um and they just had a similar sort of thing where, you know, the, the fans had taken over because um, yeah. the club had been in, in a hell of a state and, and obviously fallen down through the divisions. That was League, you know, League Two. Um, and it was all about them, you know, it was, you know they, were, they were free of the debt and all, all of that sort of stuff. And a great party atmosphere for them. They went 1-0 up and... And then we we got going and beat them 4-1. Yeah. And it was like, OK, yeah, yeah that's... Be, you know, with a, a, a fantastic away end, um, making a load of noise. Well, could I mean, I could think... a similar thing happen here? You know, we've, I think we're, we're well over 3,000, 3,100 or something sold out yeah. away. Oh, yeah, it's a fantastic yeah. away following. And I think there's a, a confirmed rail strike as well. So, mm. um, you know, yeah, that's that's a, gr- a great, unbelievable following for for you know being able to get up there and and you know that and august isn't really the most convenient time for people you know with plans mm. and that sort of thing and and you know and and just in general in the country at the moment money's tight yeah. um but um yeah no that's an unbelievable following um and like you say then about the that portsmouth game it's a weird thing in football isn't it that you feel like some games just have one outcome mm. and can only go one way but football's just not like that at all because yeah. I mean, we we all thought that with the late and Orient game, yeah. uh, we thought okay, th- this has got bloody close this season to disastrous, but we will rescue it today. Yeah. Didn't happen. End of the next season, we thought you know we've we've nearly messed up our chance, but we're going to beat Exeter in this semi and go to Wembley and mm. of course win, and it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's funny, it doesn't always kind of work out like that. Um, uh, so you know they will everything will point at a derby win this saturday because it's an emotional thing isn't it they they've been they've been to the brink they've been on the edge of collapse uh, there was a lot of talk for a long time that that, that, that they just wouldn't exist anymore yeah, and they'd yeah. go complete and and you know it's look no no club should go out of existence but i mean derby county it's it's a hell of a name in football mm. um it would have been the surely the biggest club to fold um had had it gone that way um but you know it's it's everything's pointing at a derby win which which can absolutely go in oxford's favor because we're not supposed to win this saturday it's a home game for a club that are going to you know be emotionally involved in this game um and we've got a, we've got a you know 
capitalise on that and and uh, and basically say welcome to League One. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, I, I, I've not seen too much of their social media, and, and certainly I, I, I had a quick look at, at uh, one of the Derby fans forums, and they're being they're being fairly sort of sensible about stuff and kind of like you know your, your work colleague. I think there's a they realise how lucky you know they like you say their club could have folded you know and I, I I think they're they're realistic enough to know that it's not going to be easy you know they maybe Ipswich will perhaps be that fan base this season that um, you know don't think they should be down here but if you know Derby Ipswich Sheffield Wednesday Portsmouth Bolton Charlton you know there's there's six clubs straight off the bat without really thinking about it, that have been in the Premier League, yeah. um, that have won, won the, you know, the, the biggest trophies, have huge history, big stadiums, all of that. Well, only th- only half of those are going to go up, even if it, if, if it is from that six. And you add a few more, you know, clubs to that list, like ourselves and Wickham and MK and Peterborough and yeah. Barnsley and, you yeah. know, you're you're making half of half of the division think they should be looking at promotion. Um, yep, absolutely. And it's 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 like obviously can't happen. Um, you know it will be it will be a, I think it'll be it'll be yeah it'll be a great um, great occasion. I'm looking forward. To it. It's a, it's a ground I've not been to before. Um, I'm not sure we've actually played that. I'm not entirely sure um, if we have or not. Maybe we have. Um, but yeah, it it will be uh, a fantastic day out, I think. Hopefully. Yeah, no, absolutely. And um, there's just something about the opening game of the season, isn't there? Is it's just a, a sort of excitement about it, and um, everyone wants to win that game um, and and start, you know, start as they mean to go on. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, look, you know, we're gonna have to. No matter what happens at the final whistle, there's there's a much much bigger picture and, but I, I, I don't always sort of like that kind of thing. People say it's it's one game like sort of thing. It is one game, but it's it's it, it, we've it goes away for three months and then comes back. So people are rightly going to be excited about that one, and, and so there should be you know getting you know be passionate and be excited about it because that's that's why we're all here. You yeah, know? yeah. Of course, be excited and you know. Um, there's just something about winning that game that's just better than a lot of other wins. Mm. Um, not all other wins, you know, <laughs> the A420 people and, you know, a, a win that secures something or staying up, but it, it, it's up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the better ones. Um, but yeah, um, I think it's going to be a, I don't know, a great day out and I'm going to say a 3-1 win. Uh, I, I think Matty Taylor's going to score. I don't know who else. Yeah, I see. I'm I'm going to go for a two nil win, um, and this is because that we played at Derby um, on my on the I was going on my birthday on the very day I was born, and we lost two nil at Derby oh. on the day I was born. So I'm going for a reverse of that, and I'm going to say that we go there not on my birthday, um, but we're going to go there and we're going to win two nil. So I'm going for a two nil. Um, yeah. Oh, one other thing, just to slide in. Mm. I think since we last spoke, the away kits come out. 
Yes. Uh, I don't think we had an away kit last week. Um, no, yeah, we the did. white one. Yeah. Very nice, it's I nice. thought. It does look nice. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah it's uh, it's white. It's... You know, what well, I think you, we've got a yellow first kit. And yeah. A white away kit, which are different colours. Yellow is different to white. Now, I noticed, I don't know if people have seen. So, Wimbledon's home <laughs> kit um, is is blue. You know, they've, they've got blue. There's a little bit of yellow kind of under the arms, like a panel under the arms. Um, yeah. And then on the away. But sorry, kit, what have they done with the away kit out of interest? Well, funny you should say that because you think <laughs> like you you might reverse the colours, you know, yeah. or or go with a with a different. They they. Got I presume they've done a different colour. Well, <laughs> I suppose yeah, technically you know, in the same way that when Oxford and Cambridge compete in the boat race, you know, they're both blue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, Wimbledon's away kit blue is is not that dissimilar to their home kit blue um so i'm not I, yeah i'm not sure i mean i know kits nowadays it, it's not so much the oh well you know it, it's the one we'll wear if we need to change it they, clubs do tend to wear a different kit for away games regardless of whether they need to or not you know um but yeah it's so they've got basically two blue kits yeah. yeah, very weird. It is. It, it reminded me of, because um, it's basically a fleece job on the fans, isn't it? They haven't really changed it much, and they're going to flog that. Yeah. But it just reminded me of, um, there's an old American comedian called George Carlin who mm. does a list of people he hates, and one of them is people who wear visors, like those hats that golfers wear. Okay, and yeah. His reasoning is um, that the shop has sold you half a hat. Now go back to the <laughs> shop and tell them to sell you the rest of the hat. <laughs> It just reminded me of that. It's mm. like, no, I've just bought the same kit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's a very slightly different blue, but yeah. not much. And it's, no, yeah, no. it does seem a bit bizarre. But, so, yeah, there we yeah, go. I've not really, not really thought that one through, but uh, there you go. Um, yeah, I was, I mean, just going back to Derby, lots of, lots of connection with Derby really over the years with obviously going back to the 80s and, and Robert Maxwell, um buying them while he was still in charge at us and, and having to give his sons the ownership of Oxford United and obviously the, the Dean Saunders transfer where Dean Saunders went there, we got Dave Penny um, and I think Mark Lawrenson hadn't been told about the transfer or there was certainly, it, it led to Mark Lawrenson leaving the club It's uh, and obviously Jim Smith's been manager at, um, at Derby and Oxford Um Mark Wright played at Derby, managed Oxford. There's a there's a real kind of connection between the two clubs. Certainly, back you know players from that era um, involved. Trevor Hebbard came to us from there, I think. And it's yeah, there are there are a, a, you you sometimes get that, don't you? You have clubs where there's a there's a real kind of connection um, between yeah. the two managers and and all of that sort of stuff. And, and Derby yeah, seemed to be one it... of those. Is he sold? It was it Maxwell sold a player to his son at yes. Derby, and this um, Lawrenson walked out over this, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, we, you know, it was crazy because I can't imagine a Maxwell would be deceptive. <laughs> uh, weird, isn't it? Yeah, very, you know? very strange. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He probably couldn't own Derby at the same time. So he was busy stealing people's pensions mm. or <laughs> yeah. whatever else he got up to. Lots of other yeah. things, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. So yeah, like you say, it'll be nobody on the train. Everyone's going to be driving. Although I think some of the is it cross country. I think are still running. But um, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. 
So I think it's going to be the uh, the service stations will be busy going up to Derby. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully everyone has a safe journey and, and gets up there and, and uh, enjoys themselves. Um, yeah. Hi Tim. Um, hi Tim. Yeah, we haven't done the, the highs. Hi Ruthie um, Rue. Hi Ed. Yeah. Hi. Hi everyone who listens. Hi uh, Dale. Yeah. Hi to, hi to everyone that knows us. Um, yeah. Hi Paul. We did ask you to come on, but you had yeah, better plans, so. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're not sore. So yeah, uh, yeah. Um, well, we'll 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 obviously be back after the derby game to uh, review that and preview. Um, Cambridge is the next game, isn't it? Cambridge yes. at home, um, and then Swansea at home the following Tuesday in the cup. And I, I looked online. I don't know if they've only released a few tickets. I I couldn't get my season ticket seat for the Swansea game. It doesn't look like they've opened oh. all of the ground which seems a bit odd oh. when you've got a, a decent club to go and watch yeah. you know it's not yeah. like it's a you know an under 21 you know pizza box trophy game um no seemed a bit odd but I'll, yeah I'll and I, I, every year that goes by i i wonder if it, this may be the last year of the league cup because mm. uh the Premier League have got their eyes on it haven't they yeah. to uh well to get rid of it i think it's yeah. led by pep and uh mm. Um, what's the moaning one at Liverpool? Klopp. Klopp, yeah. Um, those two don't, well, they hate it, don't they? I think yeah. I think it's an irrelevance and so on. Yeah, well, they get their way, don't they? I'm sure it will probably go eventually. But yeah. while we still have a League Cup, um, you know, and we should be a club that, that champions the League Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so, uh, yeah, that'd be good to, good to get along it to. Would. It would. Yeah. So. Right. Well, I think that, that kind of wraps it up. Um, yeah. We will be back, uh, like I say, next week, hopefully, we'll, um, time permitting and all of that. And uh, we'll, we'll hopefully be talking about three points and uh, looking forward to Cambridge you know, with, a, with a lot of positivity. Absolutely. And just as a reminder, if you haven't done it, do the club stadium uh, survey. Yes, yes. Yeah. Very good point. Cool. Um, But yeah, in the meantime, take care of each other, look after yourselves, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye!